glorify in Jesus' wonderful and authoritative name we have worshipped. Amen. We thank God for another time in his presence. Uh, the God that we are serving is the Almighty Father. He's the one who created the heaven and the earth. As Jonah made it clear to those marina, when the storm came and the storm brought them problem, it brought losses of all the things that they had. Uh, the only thing that has not been lost is life, but all the goods and everything that they had on their ship was already lost because they threw it overboard, believing that when they throw that overboard, that will be able to uh, stop the storm, but it never did. And uh, until Jonah came and made them to realize that the person that is fighting you is my God. That is the one that you are fighting. He says, is the one that created the heaven and the one that created the earth and every other thing he created it. That brought fear to them because the God they know, they know is only one God. It's either they know the God of iron, they know he deals with iron, or they know the God of the sea that deals with the sea, or they know the God of the moon that deals with the moon. So each and every one of them, they have already called on their own God, which is a God of different things. But the God that is the God of all, which is the everlasting Father, the one that has no beginning or end. And when he told them that there is a God like that, he brought fear to them. That is the God that we have come to serve this morning. And my prayer this morning is that God will not leave you. Amen. That God will not forsake you. Amen. That God will continue to abide with you. Amen. That God that your enemy will hear his name and they will flee. They will run away. That is the God that I am talking about today. And that God Almighty can only benefit us if we have given our life to him. That is when we can benefit. So no matter what I'm saying here today, in as much as you are yet to give your life to him, you may not be able to benefit from whatever I'm going to say. But in as much as you have surrendered your life to him, you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, whatever is coming to you directly this hour is going to be a blessing to you and your family in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you are yet to give your life, I think the time is for you to think about it because Tomorrow is not promised unto anyone. Not even the rest of today is promised to anyone. So the most important thing is let's accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior and everything shall be well with us and our family, our loved one, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to read four scriptures this morning. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 6, verses 6 to 8. I'm going to read Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 to 7. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. 1 to 3. Then I'm going to read 2 Kings chapter 5. And I'm going to read from verses 1 to 6. So I'm going to start from 2 Kings. That is where I will start. I will start from 2 Kings chapter 5. Then I will now go to Ephesians chapter 4. Then I will go to Ephesians chapter 6. Then I will go to Philippians chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 5, I'm reading from verses 1 to 6. 
Now, Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. Every bot in your life, God will remove it today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every bot in your life that is making people to give you an appellation that, oh, she is coming. Oh, see, she's coming. Every bot in your life today, God will remove it in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, it was a great man. He's a man of honor, but a leper. That's true. And the Syrian had gone out on raids. On raids. And had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, if only my master were with the prophet, who is in Samaria, for he will heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, this does and does said the girl who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, go now and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, now be advised. When this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman, my servant, to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. That you may heal him of his leprosy. Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm reading verses 1. with which you are called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long sufferings, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. To keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Yes. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 6. To eight. Ephesians 6, 6 to 8. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servant of Christ, doing the will of God from the earth, with good will, doing service as to the law and not to men knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Whether the person is a slave or free, he will receive from the Lord whatever good he or she had done. Philippians chapter 2. I'm reading from verses 3. Philippians chapter 2, I'm reading from verses 3. 
let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out, not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and coming in the likeness of men. He took on, he took on unto himself of no reputation. He took, he, he made himself of no reputation and taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. He came in the likeness of men. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. He came in the likeness of men. That is God came in the likeness of men. So he took on the image of a bond servant and came in the likeness of men. God Almighty, we thank you. King of glory, we bless your name. For what we are about to share, we ask you, Lord Almighty, bless us with this word. Mm -hmm. And let this word, let it be a blessing to our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, help us to be hearer and doer of this word in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we are at the end time. And at the end time, a lot of things will happen. And we know that, Lord Almighty, the kingdom of God is at hand. And Lord, you can return at any time. But our concern is when you return, we want to return with you. Because you have already gone to play, prepare a place for us. And that place you have prepared for us, that place cannot be perfected except we are there. And Lord Almighty, those places you have prepared for us, we will not lose them. We will not miss them. We will return with you, and those mansions that you have prepared, we will be able to inherit them in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Almighty. We appreciate and bless your name forever. In Jesus' wonderful and authoritative name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Beloved brothers, mothers, fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, potential grandfather, potential grandmother in the house, youth in the house and children of God. I am here to encourage us this morning on a topic, serving with love. 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 What does it mean to serve with love? To serve with love, it means you are serving to please God. You are not serving to please a man. Your service unto God, that is what all your service is unto. Even though you are rendering the service to men, but that service is, actual, is, is actually unto God. God is the one that will take the glory for that service that you have come to render. May your service be acceptable to God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Serving with love. Serving with love. Because when you serve with love, God is love. 
So if truly you are serving with love, what we are directly saying is you are serving with the Spirit of God within your heart. That is the way you are serving. So your service is not pleasing unto man, but unto God. And that is why the scripture in Ephesians that we have read is warning us. It says in that Ephesians chapter 6, it says, uh, it says in verse 6, it says, Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servant of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. When you do the will of God from the heart, you are serving with love. That is what you are doing. You are serving with love. Now, you will look at it and say, oh, pastor, what exactly are you getting at? What am I getting at? Look at Numbers, second, uh, look at 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 5 that we have read. You will be able to see a slave girl. She was a slave. She was a captive in the land of the Syrian. She was a captive. And she was waiting on the, on the wife of Naaman. Naaman was the commander of the army of Syria. Naaman, as the commander, is the second in position to the king. A second in position. The Bible says that he was an honorable man. A man of valor. So it's a man that no one can just play with. Is a man that is well recognized, a man of a reputable, uh, reputable standing in the society, a man that is well known. Is not you don't need to describe him. Is is known. Is the second in command. So is is well known. So and there was a slave girl that was there, and that slave girl was serving as a slave. In the, in the house of Naaman, waiting on the wife of Naaman. So she was there. She was there to serve. Serving with love. Doing the will of God from the heart. Doing the will of God from the heart. The question you need to ask yourself is, am I truly serving with love? Is the question, am I truly serving with love or am I serving so that people will know I'm serving? Are you serving because your friend is an usher and you look at it that you will be an usher too? Or are you an usher so that men will be able to see that you are there? Is that why you are serving so that they will be able to see your presence? Are you sweeping the church so that you can receive praise from men? Are you doing the work of God so that you can receive praise from men? You need to ask yourself, am I genuinely, am I actually serving God with love? Is it with love that I am serving? Because a lot of people, they are not serving God with love. And that is why you see a lot of people, they depart from one church to the other. They will leave. When God has not asked them to move from where they are to another place, God can tell you, move from this place to this place. Yes, so many times he told Apostle Paul, he said, Apostle Paul, the time has come for you now to depart from Thessalonica and you are now going to Macedonia. So God can move you from one place to the other. He can move you. Yes, God can do that. But it's not about when people say, oh, the way they spoke to me, they spoke to me, who are you exactly? What exactly do you have that nobody has ever had? 
What exactly are you being proud of? What is making you to be proud? Is it the house that you have? Is it the car that you are driving? Is it the money in your account that you think that is making your head to pop off? Are you actually serving with love or you are serving so that people can praise you? Are you serving from the heart so that God can see that indeed I'm rendering service unto the Lord? That girl was serving. She was serving with her heart. In as much as she was a slave in the land of Syria, she was still serving with her heart unto God. It's the same thing with Joseph. Joseph was serving with love. So in as much as the wife of Potiphar was trying to seduce him, he refused. He said, why would I do this against my God? He said, your husband have not kept anything away from you apart from yourself. Every other thing in this house, I have access to them. So why would I do this injustice to my God? That is a man that is serving with love because God is love. So the fear of God is in him. When you are serving with love and the spirit of God is in you, when you are corrected, you embrace it. You will embrace it because you know that you are being corrected so that you can grow. You are being corrected so that you can learn. You are being corrected so that you can be acceptable and do better. It says, whomever the Father loves, he chastise. If you are working with people that cannot speak the truth to you, believe me, they are not your friend. If you are in a church where your pastor cannot correct you, that is not a place you should be. If your pastor is looking at you because you are riding a Lexus or riding a limousine or you are having an helicopter park at Heathrow and your pastor cannot tell you the truth, you are not in the right place. I will tell you the truth. Even if you like, buy 737 Boeing 737, pack it at Gatwick. That is your headache. I will tell you when you are not doing what is right. The choice is yours whether you want to serve God or not. Serving with love. That is a girl in Syria, in a, in a foreign land, where she does not know anyone. She was serving with love. Serving with love. How do you serve with love? As a child of God in the kingdom, how do we serve with love? How do we serve with love? Because it is very important for us to serve, to, to serve with love. How do you start serve with love? Number one, to serve with love, you must, must, it's a must, you must find the true need of others. You need to find the true needs, what the others, what they need. People around you, what are their needs? What are they lacking? What are the challenges that I can see that they are going through that I can be of help? It says, do not withhold good from those that will benefit from it. Do not withhold it. The moment you withhold it, it says you have committed sin. Look at that girl. She was in Syria. The commander of the army of Syria was a leper. He has leprosy. That means it cannot be seen in public. It can go to war and come back with the, with, the, with, with the soldiers, with the captive and the booty that they come back with. Immediately come back, it cannot mix with the rest because of his leprosy. It will go into hiding. 
And look at that girl. She recognized the need of that man. She was not looking at herself as a slave, that she's a captive. She is not enjoying her freedom, but she looks onto the need of that person that they are living together. She looks onto the need of that person that this person, even in as much as I am a captive under this man, this man still need help. This man need help. And this help that he need, he must have been living with this problem for a long time until she brought that girl into her habitation. And bringing that girl into her habitation, he has already, he has already brought the presence of God into his habitation. When he took the girl, he never knew that he's taking someone that will brought the mercy of God into his habitation. He never knew, but he brought her into that habitation and he told the mistress, he said, why don't you let my master, why don't you let him go to, East, to Samaria? He said, there is a prophet in Samaria and that prophet is able to heal him of his leprosy. Do you know something that you have been living with that has been a burden to you, a pain to your heart for a long time and you have no one to help you out of it? that you think that you are going to die with that situation, that you look at it that this is just the end. Nothing will change. This is how I'm going to die. But suddenly, somebody does show up, and that person now tells you, he said, there is a way out. Ah! Whatever problem that is in your life, that has been there for a long time, that you have been looking for solution, that you have not seen any solution, today receive that solution in the name of Jesus. Solution will locate you. Amen. Solution will find you Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It doesn't matter how long that problem has been in your life. Today, by the power and authority in the name of Jesus, solution will come to your house. Amen. You will be connected with solution Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Regardless of how long you have been going through that problem, you will be connected with solution today in the name of Jesus. Naaman was connected with solution. Solution find him. And the solution was dwelling with him. And he went to the king and he said, Thus says this slave girl that is here. Look at that scripture. Look at that scripture in Ephesians chapter 6. Look at that scripture in Ephesians chapter 6. In verse 8. Look at what he says. He says, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the law, whether he is a slave or free. So regardless of the title that they are calling you, it does not matter to God. What, is matter, what matters to God is you are doing good. That is what matters to God. You are doing good. And in as much as you are doing good, there is a reward for you. Today, every good that you have done, God will reward you. Amen. Every good that you have ever done in your life, God will reward you. Amen. Either you do it secretly, either you do it openly, wherever you have done good, anything that people can point to and say, yes, indeed, good have come from this person to me. Receive the reward in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive your reward in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. No good that you have done will go unnoticed in the name of Jesus. The king of glory will not overlook your good. Amen. The king of glory will recognize your good and supply the reward Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Receive the reward for every good that you have ever done Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Recognizing the true need of others. 
recognize the true need of other. If truly you want to serve with law, you need to recognize that need. You need to know the true need of other. The true need of Naaman was healing. Naaman needed healing. That is what he needed as at that time. He needed healing to be healed of that affliction, to be healed of, the, uh, 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 of that reproach. It was a reproach that when they, they went toward the wind, he cannot sit with the, with, the, with the soldiers to sit down with them and drink and eat. No, he has to go into his chamber alone and remain there. You need, as a child of God, to serve with law, you need to truly... You truly need to, you, you need to find the true need of others. So that once you find the true need of others, you will be able to help them. The moment you find the true need of others, you will be able to help them. That is why you need to find the true need. What exactly do they need? Not want what they need. Neman needed healing. That is what Neman needed. He needed healing. And that girl, as at that moment, was able to provide that for Naaman, was able to provide that for Naaman. Everyone that will be able to render service unto you, that will make your healing, the healing of your family, the, the reproach of your family to be removed, God will connect you with them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wherever they are, there will be a divine connection in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You will receive your healing Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Your children will receive their healing Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Permanent healing, not temporary, Amen. permanent healing Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You need to know the true need of others. That is number one. If you are truly serving with love, Number one, you need to know the true needs of others so that once you know the true need of others, you are able to help them. That is what Second Kings chapter 5 from verses 1 to 6, that is what he's trying to explain to us about the slave girl. Number two, number two, always empathize with people. You need to empathize with others. Don't try to force your opinion on others. Always try, in as much as you can, empathize with others. Empathize. Always put yourself in the position of others. Those who are begging, do you think it's easy for people who are begging to beg? Those who are going around and begging for harms. I'm not talking about professional beggars. Even the professional beggars, how do you know that they are professional beggars? Because you do not know. You don't know. So you need to empathize. You empathize with people. Matthew chapter 7. You need to empathize with people. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. You need to empathize with people. Matthew 7 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophet. Whatever you want others to do, do unto others. If you know that when you are going to be in need of help, you want people to assist you, help others as well. Empathize with them. Empathize with people. Be sympathetic. Be sympathetic with others. Don't just look at it that that is it. Uh, what is so special in it? Uh, what is it? What what is it going through that uh, we have not uh, seen before? Yeah, 
There are many things that people are going through that you have not seen before. Let me tell you, every disability is not visible. Every disability is not visible. There are people you see, they are suffering from disability. The fact that you, are, you can't see it does not mean that they are not suffering from something. Those who are going through mental health issues, it's not written on their head. Those who have affliction under their clothes, it is not written on their head. Not every disability, you need to always remind yourself that not every disability is visible. There are disabilities that are not visible. Some years ago, I was working in Arrow Road, Elgin Estate for short. I was working in Elgin Estate for Westminster Council some years ago. That was more than 30 years ago. I was working. And there was this lady that we saw. We are about to remove her from the property because the Westminster Council employ us to remove people from their property. So we are about to remove her from that property that morning. And she said she's sick. And we look at her and I told, uh, I told my colleague, I said, sick. This one is not sick. Nothing is wrong with this one. Why is she trying to fool us? So she said, I'm sick. That I just need to stay here for some time. So, and I told the other, I said, okay, later, maybe when she explained to us, we'll be able to see. So she said, come. Then we follow her into the flat. Then she lifted her, uh, her blouse up above her waist. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What I saw, what we saw. I just told her, I said, go and lie down. And I told them, I said, let's just leave her. And we left her. And we left the place. Because what I saw shook me to the ground. I was shocked completely with what she revealed under that blouse. I said, Lord, she said, this is what I'm going through. And I've been managing it myself. And I said, can't you go somewhere? You know, she said she has done everything. And he remains this way. He said, yes. Ah! Not every disability is visible. Empathize with people. Empathize with them. It is important for us to empathize. When you are serving with love, you will empathize with people. You will empathize with people. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews 4, 15. You will empathize. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. But we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. That is Christ. Christ empathized with us. He came in human flesh to experience what we are experiencing, to go through what we are going through. So he has the understanding of what we are going through. He knows what it is to be in the flesh. He knows the temptations and everything that we can face. 
if he remains in the spirit, he is not going to be a perfect judge. But he had come in flesh so that he will know exactly what we are going through. So he empathizes with our weaknesses. He knows our weaknesses. He knows the weakness of the flesh. He knows it. So to serve with law, you need to empathize. You have to. It is compulsory for you and me to empathize with others. It is compulsory to empathize with others. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. Philippians 2, verses 7 and 8. But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Christ was able to empathize with us, serving with love. He said, I have not come to be served, I have come to serve. I have come to serve, serving with love. Empathize with people. Don't just tell him, oh, they are lazy about. They are lazy. You are, they, they, they are lazy. Look at uh, in Nigeria, they tell our youth that they, our youth are lazy. And some idiot in the legislative, they are collecting 36 million a month. Some in the lower house collecting almost 15 million a month. For what? What work are you doing that you are collecting stupid amount like that? What work can you be rendering that they are paying you such an amount that you cannot reject, that the youth are suffering? Money that you are supposed to use to build factory, to build infrastructure that will benefit the youth. You are seated somewhere with your uh, idiomatic brain and collecting rubbish amount that you're supposed to tell the government that that amount does not make any sense. What, what exactly do you sit down to discuss that somebody will pay you 30 million in a month? They pay you for your house, they pay you your car allowance, they pay you your servant allowance, they pay you dog allowance, cat allowance, every stupid allowance you still get. And you are getting rubbish salary. You are not empathizing with the youth. And somebody can have the God to tell us that the youth are lazy, that our youth are lazy about, that they just want quick money. When you have not provided the things they need, you are not in the position of the youth. Put yourself in the position of our youth. Go to the university, come out and graduate, do your NYC, and you are roaming from left, right, and center without any job. It was not like that in our days. Some of us were recruited from university. Some of us were recruited from the polytechnic in our days. The companies will come to us with employment offer because they have limited manpower to do the job. In our days, how many people study insurance when I was studying insurance? So you are out cake. So people want you, they want you to work. So they will come to lure you with money, with all sorts of things. It's not like today that you have 500 or 1,000 people graduating uh, in one university for insurance. And you have not provided a place that they can work. Empathize with others. Don't just rubbish others. Don't rubbish others. Number three. Number three. Be compassionate. Be compassionate. You need to be compassionate. You need to be compassionate. Don't miss the opportunity to give to those who are in need 
because you think people want to rip you off, because people want to make you look like a maga. No, you are not Mugun. You are not. There is nothing like that. When people are in need of help, help them. Whatever it is that they are doing, they are doing it onto their own head. They raise costs on their own head. Be compassionate. If you are trying to look at it that people will rip you up, the people that need help, they will pass, and you wouldn't have helped them. There are people that are in need of help. But if you are thinking that everyone that approaches you, they want to rip you off of your money, they want to do this, they want you start thinking and calculating it on your head that they have come again. The people that needed help, when they come, you won't even recognize them. You will not recognize them. And you have what it needs in your hand to assist them, but you are not assisting them. And it's not acceptable to God. That is not acceptable unto our maker. It's not acceptable unto our maker. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Hebrews 13, verse 16. It's not acceptable. Serving with love. Serving with love. Hebrews 13, verse 16. The scripture says, but do not forget to do good and to share for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Be compassionate. With such sacrifices, God is well pleased. God is well pleased. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. God is well pleased. Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19. Verse 17. The scripture says, He who has, who has pity on, on the poor lends to the law, and he will pay back what he has given. He will pay back what he has given. That means God will pay back whatever you have given to the poor, God will pay you back. Be compassionate. Be compassionate. John 3 17. Be compassionate. John 3, 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, that the world through him might be saved. Be compassionate. Be compassionate. James chapter 2. James chapter 2. James. Chapter 2. Be compassionate. Serving with love. James chapter 2. I'm reading verses 15 and 16. James chapter 2. If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit you? What does it profit you? If you do not give them the things that is needed for the body, what they have come to you for, you have not given them. What profit does it bring to you? What profit does it bring to you? It does not profit you anyway. Be compassionate in everything that you are doing. Be compassionate. Number four. 
Number four, work on your relationship. Work on your relationship. Either your marital relationship or your friendship relationship, we need to work upon them. We need to build on what we have. When you have friends, look after them. Don't fight everyone. Whatever offense that is being committed, forgive. Learn to forgive. Learn to let go. Don't tight fist to everything that people have said. Tight fist to everything that people have done to you. No, it is not right. You are not, you are not building that relationship. You need to build your relationship. Build, work on building your relationship. To serve in law, you build the relationship. You have friends. Look out for your friends. Look out for your wife. Look out for your wife. Don't ill-treat your wife. Don't ill-treat your wife. Treat your wife well. Look after for your wife. Look out for your wife. Don't ill-treat your wife. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians 3, verse 13 and 14. Colossians chapter 3. Verses 13 and 14. Therefore, as the elect of God, only and beloved, put on tender masses, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgive you, so you also must do. So you also must do. Work on your relationship. Don't just cut everybody off. Oh, I don't want him to be my friend again. I'm tired of his uh, presence. I'm tired of our presence. I don't need her again. I don't need him again. Uh, these days. No. You need them. A man can never be an island. Christ himself needed the disciple to work with him. He needed people to speak to. He needed people to hear what others are saying concerning him. He said, who do people say I am? You can never be an island. Work on your relationship. Build upon that relationship. Cherish the relationship. Even thank God that you have people that want to be your friend. Thank God. When my son was in school, one of the things I wanted, I always tell him when he was in, when he was in primary school, I always tell him, I said, look, he will come home and say, Daddy, uh, that boy did not play with me. Uh, this one did not play with me. I said, okay, we have been to school as well. So, but there are people that want to play with you. He said, yes. Uh -huh. You see the ones that want to play with you, those are your friends. The one you want to play with and they don't want to play with you, they are not your friends. Leave those ones. The ones that are calling Ademola, Ademola, they want to play with you, those are your friends. Play with those ones. And since I've told him that, he never got into any problem. He's free from every problem. He is a no, no heartache, no headache. So he goes to school, and people that want to play with him will come to me. Ademola, those are the people that champion him. They will begin to hail him. You know, but he wants others. The one is looking for, they do not recognize him. But there are people that recognize him, they want to play with him. Build on your relationship. Don't take anyone for granted. People that are calling you don't think it's because they have free credit that they are calling you. Oh, it's because they have free credit that they are calling you. 
don't you think they can think of other people? They don't necessarily need to think about you. But when they think about you and they call you, oh, uh, evangelist, I just called to check how you are doing. Uh, Deacon, I just called to call how you are doing. And they said, who is calling? Uh, don't mind them. It's, uh, ah, always cherish people when you are being appreciated. When they call you, appreciate it. Don't say because it's the African credit. That is why they are calling you. Or they are using free food. That's why they are calling you. No. Build on that relationship. Work on that relationship. So that God himself will be happy with you. First John chapter 3 verse 18. First John 3 18. Let me quickly read Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. He said, Therefore, I therefore, the prison of the Lord, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you are called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in law, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Number five. I think it's number five. Help others to achieve their goals. 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 Philippians chapter 2 verse 4. Help others to achieve their goals. When you see people trying to climb, don't pull them down. Help them. Help them. That is serving with love. Don't pull people down. When people come to you, oh, uh, Deacon, uh, I want to be praying. Uh, in, uh, on Friday, when you are doing prayer, uh, I, will, I, will, I, will, I, I would like to pray. Encourage them. Be happy. Oh, that is really good. Okay, don't worry. I, I will put your... So when the time for prayer comes, give them prayer. Encourage them. They need encouragement. That is why they have come to you. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4. It says, Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. For the interest of others. Not only your own interest, but the interest of others as well. What can make this man climb? What can make this man do well? You tell them, this is the way forward. This is what I did. This is how you go about it. Don't look at it that, oh, they are going to come to the level where I am. You OKS. How long are you going to be on that level? So don't, don't, don't help others to achieve their goal. Give them the information that they need. Look at that slave girl in 2 Kings chapter 5. She gave the information, regardless of her position in, the, in Syria, she gave the information that Neman needed. He gave it to her, to him. He helped him. And Neman receive healing. Nema received. Nema was ill of that, of that reproach. That reproach was removed. It was removed. Number six. Look after yourself properly. You need to look after yourself properly. You need to look after yourself properly. Look after your health. Don't overwork yourself. Don't kill yourself by working too much. Don't work 24 hours in 12-hour shifts. Don't kill yourself. I am available. Uh, this one is going on holiday. Yes, man, I'm available, sir. This one is going break. I'm available. 
No time for holiday, no time for break. Don't overwork yourself. There are people that are depending on you that if anything should happen to you, it will affect them. There are visions that is attached to your vision. And if anything should happen to you, you derail their vision. So you need to look after yourself. Your children are looking onto you. Your children need you to be at their graduation. Your children need you to be at their wedding. They need you to make yourself available on this good day. They don't want anyone to stand one minute for anybody. Look after yourself. By looking after yourself, you are serving with love because you have the interest of others at heart so that you do not allow the visions of others to die. There are many visions that is attached to yours. Look at Joseph. In as much as the brother, they sent him, or they, they sold him to the Egyptian and they thought that was the end of it. But when they met him, in the book of Genesis, when they met him in Genesis, I think Genesis 39, when they met him, he said, God has sent me to protect your posterity. God has sent me ahead to protect your posterity. So the vision of those ones were attached to David, but the ignor ignoramus, they thought that they are doing him evil by selling him. But he's the one that have gone ahead. God is using him to go ahead and prepare their future for them. Look after yourself. There are many lives that is attached to you. There are many people that are looking onto you. There are children that your, their life and their hope depend on you. Don't break their heart. Serve with love. Look after your health. Eat good food. Don't eat junk. Don't eat junk. If you want to treat yourself well, go to a dusty market buy chicken, fry it, read in Google how to prepare the chicken yeah. and, uh, and uh, roast it and prepare it and eat it. Stay away from junk food. Look after your health. You need to live long. It says, if by grace your day shall be 70, but it will add additional 20 to eat. So you need to live to be 90 years old. Look after yourself. You need to look after yourself. It is important that we look after ourselves. First Corinthians chapter 6. 17 and 19. He said, this is the temple. This body is the temple of the Lord. You need to look after it. You have to look after it. First Peter 7 is saying the same thing. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. It says, it is your acceptable service to look after this body. That is your acceptable service unto God. Look after this body. Look after your body. Look after your body. Finally, number 7, and I bring you to a close. Number seven, I bring it to a close. Always volunteer to serve. Always volunteer to serve. Always volunteer to serve. The Christmas is coming. Some of us, our working places will break. By the 20th of December, they, are, they, are, they break for, uh, for the Christmas. Look for a shelter. Look for a place to serve. Even if it's two hours, volunteer to serve. Volunteer to serve. Old people's home, in shelters, where the homeless have been looked after. Look at your time. Look at the hours that you have that are free. It is not every time you sit and you are watching Emma Dale, home and away. No. Last of the summer wine. No. You make sure that you use those hours to benefit others. Once your company break December 20, use the remaining hours 
that you have, go to shelter and tell them, oh, I'm available to help you serve food from six to nine or from six to eight. Volunteer, do voluntary service. James chapter, James 1.27. James 1.27. James 1.27. Look at James 1.27. Pure and undivided religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. to keep one unspotted from the world, to visit orphans, widows, homeless, those who are in need, volunteer to serve. The Christmas is coming. They need people to serve them food. Homeless people, go to shelter. Look at the hours that is available. We know that the COVID is there. But God that is asking you that these are the services that you can enter with protect and preserve your life. Serving with love. Don't only think about yourself and your family. Think about others as well. Volunteer to serve. Serving with love, volunteer to serve. And as you volunteer to serve, God will empower you in Jesus' name. God will preserve your life in the mighty name of Jesus. One prayer, then we bring it to a close. We are going to say, Lord Almighty, help me and my family to serve with love. I sincerely want to serve. I genuinely want to serve with law. I need the grace to be able to serve. Father, bestow that grace upon me in order to serve with law. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Father, Lord Almighty, King of glory, I want to serve. I want to serve with law. If a captive is able to point a king in the right direction to follow, if she pointed him in the right direction to follow, the direction to help Lord, I want to opportunity to work for you. I want help others. I want the interest of others to be my heart. Lord Almighty, help me. I need that help, Lord. Help me, Lord Almighty. King of glory, help me, Lord. Help my family. Give us the grace to serve the God. Give me that grace to serve with love. Give my family the grace to serve in love. Jesus. Lord Almighty, we thank you. King of glory, we bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. Lord Almighty, we thank you. King of glory, we bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, for your grace and your mercy over our life. We thank you for the message that we have received. Lord, we have made up our mind that we are going to serve with love. We and our family will serve you with love in the mighty name of Jesus. We have laid our hand on the plough. There is no turning back. We are going to serve you, and we will serve with love in the name of Jesus. Help us to continue to serve in love. Help us to continue to serve with love in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, ever faithful daddy. Thank you, everlasting king of glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for that wonderful word of encouragement.
We thank God for the life of our pastor. God will continue to increase him in Jesus' name. Amen. And as we continue to hear, we continue to be able to make better of our lives in the name of Jesus. God will help our weaknesses and bring us to the level he wants us to be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now it's time for tithes and offering. It's time to give unto the Lord. We want to serve with love with our money. We want to serve God with love with our honey. We want to serve God with love, God with love with our giving. It's time to bring unto him. Our God is ever so faithful. We give God all the praise. We are all workers in the vineyard. So this tight and offering session, I will call on uh, Sister Christana to pray on the tight and offering. Sister Christana Akisoji, you will pray on the tight and offering. And just to warn everybody that I can call anyone at any time, so be prepared. That's the motto of the scouts, be prepared. So, and I know in the name of Jesus, God will use each and every one of us to the glory of his name and to the shame of the devil. So let us prepare our tithe and offering. If you have paid in the bank, and if you are yet to pay in the bank, whatever we have paid or whatever we still want to pay, let us commit it to the hand of God. Let us minister to it. Let us commit our businesses, our source of earning to God's hand. Let us continue to remind God that he is the one that has given us the power and the will to do this so that we will never lack in the name of Jesus. Let us let our heart be open. Let us serve with love, with our titan offering. Sister Christina Akisoji, pray on the titan offering, please. You are muted, though. Unmute yourself. Father, we thank you for the offering. We bless your name. Father, I ask for abundant blessing. Amen. Father, Lord of the King of Kings, replenish our, our offering in million fold. Father, Lord, King of Kings, Lord of Love, let us be faithful in giving to you, Father. Amen. Wherever we are taking that money from, Father, abundant blessing, richly. Father, our commitments that are not able to do, Father, you bless them, you make a way for them. Amen. Where there seems to be no way, Amen. you prosper each and every one of us, Lord, and you will grant us all our, our desires. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is any announcement before Pastor do the closing prayer? Mm. There is no announcement for now. Okay. We just keep on joining all the services. Amen. That's um, you, once you receive the Zoom, you know we encourage everybody to keep on joining. The, you know the service has come to you everybody's homes, Amen. so you don't have to drive and go thousand miles away. Amen. So we just encourage people to come in and join us and serve God. Amen. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. And I know Pastor has been announcing concerning family picture. He has been announcing for, for weeks, even months. And I know evangelists have sent message round. We don't want any family's picture not to be in this calendar. Yesterday was the last, uh, the last day. I ranked some people yesterday. Some really said, oh, they did it at the last time. 
I rang Sister yesterday as well. I didn't get through to her. But we have the grace just for today. today. We've begged the person doing it that they give us the grace for today. Today is the last day, please. If you want your family picture to be in KGIC calendar for 2021, today is the last day so that it won't look as if there is an omission. Please, this has been announced for a very long time. And I was surprised yesterday that it was not done by some people. Please, today is the last day. And God will bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So please, um, please, let's continue to work, work together as one family. Uh, let's do things together as one family. Uh, let our heart continue to rejoice together as one family. Amen. Uh, we are going into year 2021. Uh, it's a year that is full of many promises, uh, as the Lord has revealed. It's a year that is full of many promises. So let's, uh, let's begin to prepare ourselves uh, going into that year and uh, so that God Almighty uh, we glorify his name. So uh, there will be fasting and prayer uh, by God's grace. Uh, there will be fasting and prayer in this month, uh, which is going to be for seven days, seven days of uh, prayer and fasting, seven days of prayer and fasting. Uh, in this month, and we are starting uh, the fasting by God's grace. Uh, we will be starting the fasting on the 27th. That is when we will be starting the fasting, 27th uh, of this month, which is Saturday, I think. Or uh, 20, sorry. It's Friday. It's Friday. Is it Friday? Yeah, 27, which is Friday. So that is when we are starting. We are starting 27, by God's grace. So, and we are going to, I think it will end on, uh, Thursday. on, on Thursday. So we will conclude it on Thursday, by God's grace. We will conclude it on Thursday, by God's grace. So 27 to the third. I think Thursday is the third of December. Yes. So the third of December, that is when uh, it's going to end. So we will start by 27 and we will end on the third of December. Then in December, we will fast from December after the Christmas. We will fast another seven days into the new year. That is the instruction from the Lord for year 2021. They said we build ourselves going into that year 2021. So the next fasting for seven days will be on the 27th to the 3rd of December. Then as we go into December, we will let us know when we start the fasting in December and do it. So our prayer, as usual, will be as we have agreed. So the prayer, uh, I'm coming here, I'm coming here, the prayer is going to be in the afternoon, two to three, by God's grace. For those who are available, two to three once we start, and eight to nine in the evening. Two to three and eight to nine. Only on Sunday, Sunday we will only do uh, because we've been uh, we've been taught 
afternoon. So we only do eight to nine on Sunday. But the rest of the day is going to be two to three in the afternoon, then eight to nine in the evening. That is how it's going to be by God's grace. So that is our fasting. So we'll see our family prayer on Tuesday. This coming Tuesday by God's grace. And Friday is night vigil. That Friday we are starting is the night vigil. So please and please, we are starting Friday. So there won't be prayer in the evening on that Friday that we are starting because we are having night vigil. So there will not be prayer. So that makes it two, day, two days. So there will not be prayer on Friday evening, 8 to 9, because we are having night vigil. There will not be prayer in the afternoon on Sunday. So that makes it two days. But the rest of the days is going to be 2 to 3 and the rest of the days. Yeah. So that is the position of things for this month. So, uh, so thank you so much as you continue to work with us and we work together. And God Almighty will continue to help all of us in Jesus' name. What so, time is it starting on Friday? On Friday, Nivigil. It's 10.30. We start the Nivigil 10.30. Okay. 10.30 to 12.30 is two hours. Just 10.30 to 12.30, uh, to uh, that is the Nivigil. Uh, Dickin, do you want to say anything? Yeah, it, it, you have said it already concerning the night vigil. Okay. Mm, the night vigil. Okay. So the night vigil on Friday from 10.30 uh, uh, to 12.30 by God's grace. So everyone will have, those who have gone to work will have come back home uh, by that time. So we do the night vigil together by God's grace. So on Friday. So there will only be prayer 2 to 3 uh, in the afternoon. And God Almighty will continue to empower us and strengthen us in Jesus' name. So Amen. we are so that is all for today. And God Almighty will continue to bless us in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Father, Lord Almighty, we thank you. King of glory, we bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, your grace, and your mercy over our life. And Lord Almighty, I'm committing everyone, everyone under my voice. I'm committing them and their family unto you. That Lord Almighty, evil will not befall us in the name of Jesus. We will not hear of any tragedy. We will not hear of any calamity or misfortune concerning us, our loved ones, our well wishers in the mighty name of Jesus. The King of glory will continue to protect and preserve our life. Amen. Jesus. As the year is coming to an end, our life will not come to an end. In the name of Jesus, we will see the end of this month. We will see the end of the next month. We will go into the new year in the mighty name of Jesus. And God Almighty will continue to look after us and all our loved ones in the name of Jesus. King of glory, we thank you. Bless us, Savior. We appreciate your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. The grace and fellowship with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house and presence of the Lord. For ever, amen. God bless you. God bless you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.